0: say hi it'd be so great if he just sneezed into it <laughs> or if he said hello <laughs> or if he, what if he what if
1: he had a fully formed like British accent he's like well hello hello you oh, shall I over London. <laughs> hi I'm stage and stages Lynn manuel Miranda
0: and you're listening to the Hamelcast boots and cuts and boots and cuts <laughs> <laughs> everyone welcome back to the hamilcast i'm jillian and this is episode 188 this is the second part of my most recent hang with listener favorite and my best friend ashley grafeo just a little book of mormon thrown in there for you um ashley is a teacher at harvey milk high school here in new york city and she just got back from seeing the west end production of hamilton All the way from london Damn. this episode picks up right smack in the middle of our conversation so make sure you've listened to episode 187 before diving into this one Plus, 187 is where Ashley really talks about the Harry Potter Warner Brothers studio tour. Just, you know, FYI one more thing this episode was recorded at my parents house while mike and i were dog sitting which means there were dogs around and yes i was in heaven it was the best um pete is hanging out with me and ashley and mike was in another room with alfie who's 15 years old and he needs a lot of help these days so if you hear a bark or two that's just pete and or alfie saying hello they're the best i love them and i love you but let's go let's dive right in and um yeah my the second half of one of my many chats with ashley grafeo here we go enjoy Since we've been chatting for a while, mm-hmm. let's just do some Patreon peeps questions because they have questions about you seeing the London company. So instead of me asking them, why don't I just let the peeps do it? Feels it feels right. It feels right. Oh Pete. Please don't oh, knock over the Thinker, Pete. Pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> Pete's trying to get comfortable. <laughs> hey Pete, are you and Ashley ready to take some questions from the Patreon peeps? <laughs> That's crazy, Pete. Ashley, do you I mean, do you Yeah, I'm in. Oh <laughs> there you go. He's in. <gasps> Pete. Yeah. Oh, that was so rad. Good job, bud. Oh Pete, Aww, you're the best We couldn't have we could not have scripted yeah. that. That was good. Patron peeps, wonder powers, activate. <laughs> Perfect. If I were Shockwave, this would be much more impressive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Patreon peeps. You Alexander. Lisa is asking, "How were the American accents of the actors?" Well, Lisa, um, uh so, oh, so no. as an American myself, <laughs> we've established <a> <laughs> American a teacher, New York, <laughs> <laughs> England, the world, the universe. Remember about a boy? <laughs> um, there
1: were there were moments. There were moments where I was taken out of it a little bit because I was like, "Oh, that's not how we say that," or like. Oh, that sounds weird. Or where I immediately was just like, I would hear, and I I apologize that I can't remember the exact like phrases, but I would hear a line, and I'd be like, Oh, was it ruined? It was ruined. ruined.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was ruined. I mean, no, I'm saying, was it the word ruined? Sorry, that I thought that was going to be a great callback to no, co-op no. the musical. Um, but no, so it no, was there not were the word there ruined. were moments
1: in like um, in Burn where mm. I could hear it. Like, I could hear that they were clearly using an American accent.
0: Sure. However. Oh, interesting. So it's not that you heard their British accent. You just heard that it was trying no, to be an American. No, I could hear accent. that it was like a
1: very much, this is how I believe Americans speak. Well, some of them. Some of us do. <laughs> yeah. But I could tell that they were putting on American accents. But I thought they did it very well. There yeah. were only two to three moments where maybe I might have did a little chuckle. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised to hear but it, that. But I mean, they were it, otherwise flawless. Yeah. But they were, I mean, Hamilton, you couldn't tell. Right. You couldn't really tell with most of them. Yeah. But then there would just be like random words where like, you know, like instead of here, it was like, yeah. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, I don't always say that? Well, let's
0: get real. I'm terrible at accents, and Hamilton is an extremely grueling show. Right, right. And um, everyone gets a pass, I think, because I'm not up there.
1: But also, then I thought to myself, well, how very method of them, because most of these people, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, in New England uh-huh. in the 1700s mm-hmm. and the surrounding areas, um, they cultivated a somewhat british accent. So it wasn't. Right. You know,
0: that's like in the John Adams documentary. Correct. That Lin Manuel Miranda himself said on this very podcast is is Hamilton canon. Like he assumes that we have all seen that. I especially mean, especially the scene with John Adams in KG three. Well, yeah, I I met him. Yeah, of course. Of course, obviously I know him. <laughs> I know him. But what was it?
1: Um, eighty five. Oh, <laughs> actually, that was another moment where I could tell that the London audience did not understand the reference to Adams. Like,
0: oh, like, the does it like, have a real job anyway? That yeah, part? like, okay. they do not
1: get, like, the joke about Vice, Vice President <laughs> not really being a real job, uh-huh. or who Adams was, and, like, why that was funny, where everybody's just like, oh, he's, like, the little short guy who came after Washington, who's, like... Right. Because because that's... But what also, that, like, I also think of the miniseries right. when I think of John Adams, so it's just that like... one and the same, John! <laughs> um... <laughs> Exactly what I mean. I'm Thomas already Jeffers planning on right. how I'm going to give myself a smallpox vaccine based Look, that on that scene, miniseries.
0: That scene, it's that and the tar and feather scene. Can't, and we'll never, well, never need to watch again. This is
1: awkward because I brought cowpox with me oh. to inoculate us.
0: Is that what it, so? It wasn't it's really in the crumb cake that you no, brought. It was it's not crumb cake. That's cowpox. <laughs> oh, luckily for me, it's 2019. This is uncomfortable. This is cool. <laughs> this is. Ooh. And, and now we're into the recording. I realize. Ooh. Shit! Oh my god, I have cowpox. Ooh, <laughs> um (laughs) but
1: um yeah that was like a moment where i was like where i was cackling because i was like john adams
0: everybody hated him right
1: (laughs) and they maybe didn't get that
0: right because that's that's even before the sit down john Uh moment so right even if you were a history dummy like me going into it who didn't really so like when when king george says like john adams good luck bump
1: I was like nah, ha, ha. right because I, I understand what's gonna happen right um kind of thing and I think most maybe Americans who took a basic history class know who John Adams is
0: yeah but I don't think definitely many
1: Europeans know or care who no. John Adams is no because
0: he's our founding father because <laughs> he actually didn't have a real job anyway he didn't. Oh, poor would, would that would you I mean as as the expert how that's pretty accurate no? oh yeah no I would argue
1: that when he was vice president he didn't do much
0: right but he hey tom hanks made a mini series about him and tom hey, hanks he only became makes president hey series hey about he became president are, his
1: son was president right he, Adam family rules tom,
0: tom hanks <laughs> only makes series about things that really happened and that were important like the documentary that thing you do <laughs> <laughs>
1: Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack yeah. Shooters.
0: I'm not here with these guys. I'm here with the Livestock. of There he goes. Principles. I'm here at the Livestock Pavilion. <laughs> We're gonna win that blue ribbon. Oh, Steve Zod, that movie is so good. Look, Steve Zahn is an American hero as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> We're here for the livestock <laughs> exhibition. You Diane Dane,
0: i my first guy, boy girl thing. You, me soup. Come on. Get a soup. <laughs> this guy in a really nice van wants to put our song on the radio. I'm signing. You're signing. We're, we're all signing. signing. Um, I <laughs> uh, I, quit. I, quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. Mr. White. <laughs> <laughs> that's again. One of these that's very think, one of the, niche. The best documentaries. Uh, that thing you do. Almost as good as Apollo 13. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Band of Brothers. <laughs> well, you <John>. know, <laughs> you know, just. <laughs> mm what a sketch how did we get here um uh lisa's also asking were there any differences in the West End production that felt different other than the nuances of each actor making the character their own no no
1: honestly it was like well oiled machine very exactly very well oiled machine yeah i knew everything that was gonna happen when it happened and i was happy when it did
0: yeah yeah no (laughs) which is amazing because you know that but at the same time you're like it was very comforting oh but but that Mariah is doing a little... I mean, she's supposed to walk on the turntable uh-huh. in that badass red dress. Uh-huh. She's doing a little differently. Like, yeah. everything is a little different. Yeah, there were, like, the a couple little different
1: nuances in, like, uh, Angelica. But, but with all of them. With all the Skylar sisters, actually.
0: Yeah. You could see them
1: kind of making it their own. Um,
0: and they're such a. They're. Um, I mean, they're all... I don't want to say this. This is not an insult at all. They're all it, their own... Person and own characters but they're such a little Cohesive unit course, like those yeah. sisters and they come out Like you know mm-hmm. so that I mm-hmm. always love Seeing the dynamic of of those sisters just be So in love you
1: Same know with what the sons of liberty you Yeah
0: know? it also made me one of the things That I
1: I don't know maybe this was Like a dorky I was very proud of New York moment yeah but as they kept singing in the greatest City uh, in the world the greatest city in the world and that it was Like New York and I was like ah, everybody <laughs> That's right <laughs> my City is the greatest city in the world <laughs> Hamilton Says so <laughs>
0: And then you do with like the evil British accent, interesting this character well, you, you know, form
1: because uh, the British are villains.
0: Uh, I also uh. love this this caricature of yourself <laughs> that you're like this mean uh, American. I don't know who I am, and I've lost my identity. World, you're like the nicest, most like quiet person. Like, you wouldn't if you ordered, no, like, I wouldn't
1: have done that anyway. But if, in my, if my head,
0: someone gave you like the like the most opposite meal I'd that you it. ordered in a restaurant, you'd it. be like, I can't, I'm so rude. I would eat it. You would eat it, it's and that's my It's not my fault that they made a mistake.
1: It's you know, it's whatever. It's just whatever. So, i I don't want them to be upset of
0: you that's (laughs) like this evil british villain weirdly that's also very proud that you're from new york everybody (laughs) listen in my head i'm very in my head i'm a
1: very evil person no that's not true that's not not true that's not true
0: um tammy is asking with your knowledge of history Mm -hmm. did seeing it in london give you a different perspective on the way any of the historical beats were presented or emphasized that's a great question right um I would say that I paid really close attention anytime King George was on
1: stage because I just wanted to get a feel for how the audience was reacting to see like I just wanted to see if they like got the humor of the whole situation while at the same time understanding maybe their own country's role in sure. it and like figuring out and like seeing. So like that's why it was so interesting to me when I was talking to the woman during intermission and she was like, oh, you know, I don't really know if any of how much of this is true. And I wanted to be like, young lady, all of it. Like Except
0: historically for the Tomcat thing. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was That's like, the only thing. Yeah. And um, the, the fact that the Skylar did have boys. Correct. And uh, the Hamiltons had like eight kids. Also but as correct. but as Lynn says look there's only so much time and if you want to see a musical about a family with a lot of kids go watch the sound of music and i will probably later Mm -hmm.
1: i'm sure it's gonna be on abc family that's not a channel anymore freeform i don't know it's one of those it will always
0: be abc family it's always
1: abc family the 13 days of halloween (laughs) 31 days of christmas pete pete we know you love thank you so much abc family (laughs) do you want to talk about it over here i'm an
0: abc family purist god damn it I will not <gasps> call it free form. Harry Potter weekend Harry is on Potter. ABC Family. <laughs> 13 days of Halloween. Hocus Pocus is watched <laughs> all year round as far as I'm concerned. That is a classic of any genre. He's just, every time he barks, he's going, boook, thank you, Pete. Thank you. Okay. Um,
1: so, you know, it was just very interesting to me to see and to listen to the conversations that were happening around me yeah. and kind of like... Understand that, you know, they don't study American history like the way that we study American history. Just like, you know, I don't teach a class on English history. I teach about England, but like, I don't go into the nitty gritty of like parliamentary decisions in 1907, which actually was a fascinating (laughs)
0: year. I was going to say, fascinating year of parliamentary decisions. Are you still using Hamilton in your classes? I don't teach U.S. history anymore. Oh, okay. Well, Um, that's I'm
1: only teaching global history. So.
0: What? Uh, like it didn't happen in the world? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> that's the argument that my teenager okay. gave
1: me. I was like, oh, is America not part of the world,
0: Miss? So the kid, the kid, so w- I can't
1: write it on my test, and I'm like, no, you'll get a zero. Don't write about
0: America. Yeah, no, we can talk about Hamilton, you know, not in in class. Uh, but that that's that's rad though that they want they want to still be talking about it. Sure, because- they do,
1: but uh, you know, a lot of kids. So a lot of kids like know it. But they don't like know it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like we have our handful of like theater children. Sure. Where anytime I play Hamilton, like one of them will slyly be like, "Was that Hamilton?"
0: There's that that meme where it's like you walk into a crowded party. Like if you and I like walked into a crowded party, we couldn't find each other. And I I just I'm just like Lafayette. got to take these <laughs> And that's like a way to find each other. I I would answer. I would too. Very fast. Yeah, and right on time. Correct. And very articulate yeah. because again, just another talent. Yes. Another thing that David Diggs and I have in common. I've
1: that I've always said is that, we rap first, that you do look like, you, like most twins. People. <laughs> two, your rapping skills have been of just are phenomenal.
0: I don't wanna say this is the wrong I don't wanna say I taught him everything he knows. No, I wouldn't let's
1: not give you all the credit, but I would give you like ninety nine like, percent of the credit. Basically,
0: but like, yeah, I don't I don't wanna he's not here to defend himself, you know what I'm you saying? You know
1: what? That's fair. That's fair. We don't wanna paint him in a corner.
0: Although he's welcome anytime. <laughs> hey david hey david what was that voice that I was know. i don't know but i, I went right there with you you
1: know what i found really interesting What is that it's not like broadway in which like you walk down like 45th street and you it's on 46th street the richard I'm rogers is on 46th street in street. general you, <laughs> you, moron <laughs> <laughs> look but it's not like you walk down the street and you encounter like six different shows over the course of like two avenues mm-hmm. it was like hamilton like i came out of the train station of victoria and i was like oh to my left there's hamilton all by itself <laughs> oh yeah weird which i found interesting. weird but then was... like wicked is around the corner and mm-hmm. didn't feel like a i know there's a theater district in london but it didn't feel like this was up in the theater district right but it was also like i legit got out of the train walked directly in and then just got in a cab on the way right home, so
0: because you were like it's only an hour till curtain i'm late Shut up I need to walk into the theater Look I'd be listen right with you
1: If you're not early You're late And if you're on time You're late
0: Who are you Bernie Telsey Every casting director in the world <laughs> If you're not there 15 minutes before your appointment listen, You're late It's true that's And in life <laughs> You miss 100% of the shots You don't take Wayne Gretzky Michael Scott Michael Scott Susan Marie is asking, what is the theater itself like? Did you notice any theater etiquette logistics Oh yes, actually. Uh, that were different other than the stalls thing? There was a
1: cool one. Um, right before the show was about to start, the ushers held up little like paddles that said, phones away, please. Uh, really? Which I assume was going to be said in a British accent. Um, and they would like hold them up at
0: the front of the theater. Like you're at an
1: auction house? Correct. But they wouldn't speak. It was very strange. They would just like hold them up.
0: They're very polite. Very not polite. voices. Oh, who did the uh, police turn up? Oh, so they they didn't have you, King George because um, I think it was King George. I think they do it. I, I
1: honestly don't remember because all I remember was them holding up those signs. Where I kept I wanted to like you turn was to somebody. so Freaked
0: out by the signs. I wanted to
1: turn to somebody and be like, really? Like signs? Are they
0: doing this around the corner at Wicked? I was or? Like is everybody just gonna read that and just be like, oh, quite right, quite right. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. That was and weird. yeah, that's also like an accessibility thing. What if someone yeah. you know? There were actually
1: yeah, I don't know. I got to think about that. Interesting. But yeah, the sign thing, I was like, hmm, and obviously the no play bills, I was I was a yeah. little Yeah.
0: I but there's they sell them. So it's I mean, maybe they're just for sale. Trying yeah, to explain like in some case. But did you see like a, an at this performance? Nope, like sign or anything? Nope. Even if it was digital? Interesting. No, I didn't see that. Abby's asking, did you stage door? I didn't because
1: I was very tired. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah, no. I wish I wish that I had I Walked out of the theater and I saw where everybody was lining up. Um, But I was like, you know what? I just don't know how long this is going to take. And I don't really know how cabs, like how frequently I'm going to get a cab. So I had to go. It was a bit of a trek back to my hotel.
0: Ellen is asking, other than seeing Hamilton, what was the best experience about London? How do you plan to incorporate your London experiences into your classes?
1: Oh, that's a fun question. Right? I had an excellent time. I did a Thames River cruise to Greenwich one day, which was super, super cool. And my, I called my mother as I was like on my way there, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to Greenwich, like," and she's like, "Well, what's in Greenwich?" And I was like, "The Prime Meridian, mom." And she's like, "Ashley, are you, are you taking a boat trip just to go see the Prime Meridian?" And I was like, "Maybe."
0: I'm sorry. What are you doing today? <laughs> I was like,
1: "Oh, oh, what are you doing, in North Carolina? You're gonna go to the golf club? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to the Prime Meridian, the Royal Observatory. God damn it!" <laughs> No, but that was super, super cool. I really enjoyed doing that, and it was just a lovely day. I was very fortunate, had lovely weather. Really only rained, like rain rained, mm-hmm. maybe twice. Um, and once was when I was at Harry Potter, so I was inside the whole time. Oh, great. And I didn't care. Uh,
0: yeah, Jokes on them. Yeah, Earth. thanks a lot, universe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 it's great for podcasting. Sure. Sorry, everyone. Everybody must ears. be really excited great, about this episode. yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, so that's something that I'm definitely gonna bring back to class. I'm gonna teach them about like the nautical stuff fun um, but everything that I did in every museum, I mean, I took a bajillion pictures in the British Museum, obviously, I'm gonna use those um the Rosetta stone is pretty darn cool. Mm-hmm. I stared at it for like ten minutes, yeah, and you stole it obviously, well, obviously it's in the car right um super easy. I mean, the security over there is I terrible. Mean, it's like, can you
0: care can you try a little? <laughs> Oh, I the- mean, I just had to go through a metal detector to see Town. So, I mean, who's oh, doing it right? Yikes. It was really? terrifying. It was like, well.
1: Well, that's where we are now. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we've had them in schools for forever, so.
0: Yeah, no. I'm, but it was just kind of like.
1: Yeah. Uh, Reality. 2019. Y- yep. Yeah. This is America. Could I just yeah. play the Childish Gambino song mm-hmm. right now? <laughs> yeah.
0: Then it's like, oh, our derpy voices we were doing before. They just sound sad. They feel sad now. Yeah, I don't want, they do. I don't want to do the derp. They do. Um. Everything I saw at the British Museum,
1: I'll probably use. I got a lot of great stuff about, like, ancient, um, early civilizations in Britain. So, like, the Celts and things like that. That was super cool. And I really enjoyed Kensington Palace. And I went to go visit my friends. I don't know if you know them, uh, Wills and Kate and um, Harry and Meghan. Sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, I just popped in.
1: Baby Archie is adorable. We're besties now.
0: Fun fact about Ashley, you, like, love the royal family and the royal wedding. I... (laughs) I Good just, luck to them. I just I'm not one of those people. I don't care I, about the. Do royal. you know what it is? I'm not like upset.
1: I just find it interesting because it's like an actual royal family it's, it's in a country crazy. that everybody yeah. pays attention to. I
0: don't mean to say, to say like I don't care about them. It sounds harsh. But I don't what I'm care. saying is I'm not I'm not waking up at four to watch th- a wedding. I didn't wake up at four. I just happened
1: to have to go to work that day, and so I was up anyway, and I was watching Harry. Come on, he married an
0: American. I, no, that's better. That's very I, cool. It's very cool. I think it, it is crazy that <laughs> there's, there's- fight about the royal family. Let's fight are, right now. We are first fight in 20 <laughs> years. Actually, our first fight. We've never had a fight ever, which is that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to fight about? Co-op? A documentary now? The co-op. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, yeah it's interesting you you are so interested and you love it so much and i am it's just like not really on my radar so sometimes you'll text me things and then i'll be like that bitch said what (laughs) Like then then i suddenly super care if you're telling me about it well what i really liked about
1: the kensington going to visit kensington was um one you're in a palace that's pretty cool but there's a whole exhibit on queen victoria and i'm obsessed with queen victoria i find her fascinating Mm -hmm. um who just read like the yeah. nine hundred page biography, about yeah, no, her. you're not
0: wrong. She is fascinating fascinating.
1: But what was super, super cool was that a lot most of the exhibit included reflections by current British citizens who are either of South Asian or Indian descent. ooh, and their reflections on her time as a ruler and like the history of it, um because, you know, when Queen Victoria was the queen, that's when England, technically acquired india and she became oh, the empress shit. of india so it was really really interesting um because that was the height of imperialism and all that so to have descendants of people from the countries that england imperialized reflecting on this whole it was super super yeah. cool i was really very moved by that and i enjoyed that a lot then that was like my first day and i was like well this is great yeah, How's it gonna go up?
0: yeah, because it's like fascinating for you, and then you're like, yeah. "Oh, so now I know what I'm going to talk about that Absolutely. week in class."
1: <laughs> and the the number one thing that I did that I'm ab- a million percent going to bring to class, I went to the Churchill War Rooms. No way. That was best museum I've been to in England.
0: You guys tell museum. Mike about that before you go. Oh yeah,
1: I was I planned on showing him all the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was essentially the War Rooms that they utilized during World War II You know, when England was being blitzed every day for a year um they ensconced, ensconced themselves this was essentially the headquarters of how where britain ran the war and the day the war ended they essentially left closed the doors and kind of just left everything there and then what like nobody really knew about it and then they oh. just very recently had they just it left up. it all there yeah most of the stuff that's there like the actual original stuff was just kind of left there at the end of the war well the war ended we don't have to be here anymore cheers I mean I get it, right? <laughs> like all you want to do is like literally leave it all right, behind. So you. like all the pins with like the world maps and the pins in them being like, here's opposition, oh here's Americans positions, here's that is super, so super cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was and they have a whole interactive museum on Churchill that was fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. The coolest museum I went to, hands down. Oh, that sounds amazing. Very long line though to get in. Uh, get there early. Yeah. If I may say so myself. <laughs>
0: Lucy is asking, have you heard back from any of your Eduham students? Lucy says, I'd be curious to know how that whole experience impacted them. If not, then how has seeing ham for you again after a long time impacted your view of the show? And what about it has changed, if anything? I love that question about... It, it's a great question. About your, your students. I mean, I've seen a couple of those students since. That most was like of them, three years ago. Most now of them I have
1: graduated. so But they've come back once in a while. Um, one student, Ethan... Right. That's the one who recorded the question for Javi. Um, he's come back to visit me a couple of times. Um, y- you know, he I guess maybe the way that Edgeham has impacted him is he's he's continued to be interested in theater. He likes to go, you know, when our school is very fortunate enough to get tickets to things for free. We always get more tickets than we have kids. Mm. So we will call up our alumni and be like, hey, do you and your mom want to come see a free show? Oh, tonight? That's cool. Um, so Ethan and his mom are still kind of very much part of our community and attend stuff with us. I haven't really talked to many of the others.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's interesting because I'm sure that they've taken so much of it with them. I hope so. But you're not really, you know, just because you haven't hung out with them or seen them right. or they, they've reached out, but maybe, you know, you'll get an email. Someone will track you down in a couple of years and be like, so here's what has stuck with me since that day. You know, it might it might almost be too, too soon. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I mean,
1: there was one girl who went, um, who I adored. She was just such a goofball. And last time I saw her, when she came to visit, you know, we were just like reminiscing about all the ridiculous things that happened in our school on a daily basis. And she was like, "Yo, remember that time we went to go see Hamilton?" Uh. She was like, "That was crazy. We saw Hamilton. <laughs> like, like for like." And that I was, was like, "I know, Jess. Dream. We saw Hamilton." We I was saw- like, "And it was free for you."
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and they were like, "Hamilton, Ashley." Right. And I was like, "No, I know, I know." And like,
0: just to see, like the. The thing I love about it is like the performance aspect where all these Mm -hmm. kids are seeing their peers and Mm -hmm. kids their age and kids who look like them expressing themselves on an actual grand stage, like a Broadway stage. I'd love to try and figure out a
1: way to go again this year. Um, Actually, I've been in touch with Gilda Wehrman. So hopefully our school can get looped into the mix again. That'd be nice.
0: Cassie is saying uh, she wants all the Harry Potter tea. We did that. Rachel, what's your Hogwarts house? We did that. Um, Jody is saying, "How badly did the P- how badly did the Patreon peeps freak you out at Broadway Con when we cheered and shouted your name when you walked into the panel with Jillian?" You definitely freaked me out. <laughs> so here's what happened last year at Broadway did Con. Not see that coming. Or I guess th- it was Broadway Con 2018. Mike was upstate teaching improv with uh Ted from ted Michael Reed Sketches into Microphones and their whole crew. They've been doing that forever. And I was like, "Hey, I have a guest pass. Like, come hang and." because I was doing a bunch of panels we like could hang in the green room and it was awesome but I Alfie oh Alfie's here <laughs> Alfie's just like I wasn't invited that Broadway what <laughs> Broadway something How and I wasn't there you Jillian <laughs> don't you know I have damn Yankees on vinyl I love Gwen Verdon <laughs> Alfie you and me both whatever um, Alfie wants <laughs> alfie gets alfie Let me does get that is
1: Alfie's. you bring him water old. while he's on the couch only he's
0: not he's 15 <laughs> years old the poor little guy he has I'm arthritis in his i hips. want water he can't he has my water he can't oh he's amazing <laughs> he's um a good boy. but so i was like come hang with me this weekend or whenever you can or whatever mm-hmm. and we can see panels and i was on a bunch of panels and uh one of the panels in particular like a lot of the the peeps were at and i it's crazy but like peeps are everywhere they're all over the world they're meeting without me like they're just hanging out like they're just meeting all Good over the country and all over the world it's really really beautiful and amazing um but we i didn't know exactly how many of my amazing uh listeners and they're listeners and patreon peeps so it's it's everyone but um we were in the green room and then i was like oh shit we got to go to this panel right and when we <laughs> walked in they cheered not for me for you hey. because you are listener favorite it definitely freaked A-Duck me out. I just didn't and
1: int- anticipate that I didn't anticipate people knowing who I was right when I walked into the room yeah yeah and so I don't often think of myself as a shy person but I immediately became very I was like oh hello hello."
0: it was hello. very fun for me to watch that happen because it maybe it was like, cool it was
1: very cool to know that they were there and supporting you and oh well thanks knew who I was now I'm famous I don't know if you knew that I'm very famous now.
0: well look it's interesting you should say that I wasn't I wasn't going to ask these two questions but now I feel like I I sort of have to because you brought it up and it's mm-hmm. like I'm going to listen to the universe Joel wants to know do your students know that you're podcast famous
1: <laughs> no they don't
0: and Christy wants to know I don't Christy wants to know what's it like to have a famous friend Tom Hanks she's talking about Tom Hanks well obviously who else would she be talking you about you were on set during the film well there wasn't a sex it's well, that thing you okay do so my best friend
1: Captain Geach of <laughs> Captain Geach and sure. the Shrimp Shack Shooters Look. is a delight mm-hmm. it's really hard to connect with him um uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know what's crazy is that like I know logically that you are podcast famous and like a thing. No, we're not going to do this. No, but I, but I like but I know that like m- there are people who know about you, right? Like who like listen to your work it's and appreciate you.
0: People have opinions about people, me. People that. have thoughts about
1: you. <laughs> no, but the that like there you have a loyal following of Hamilcast listeners mm-hmm. and that True Crime Obsessed is doing very well and like you guys are successful to me it's also just like i know that logically and then i forget and then i see something and i'm like oh crap look at that <laughs> it's like when i say you're the screenshot of like itunes uh, <laughs> podcast and i was like right. hey look it's you and you're like yeah and i was like oh okay i'm sorry i just thought that was weird i, I don't yeah. know it's crazy uh, but yeah. i don't know you haven't changed you're still the same girl
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's that joke is that at, when ashley and i were were type we we're communicating via uh, AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. We good old days. One of us called each other a jerk, but we it was a typo, and we <laughs> typed "jurl." Whoever it was, and then the other person was like, "Oh, really, jurl?" Oh, you're a real jurl. So now "jurl" is a thing. Um, that was embarrassing. I didn't mean to ask that question. I don't. Well, I'm not you did. At all. There's no. I mean, I love my listeners. I love the peeps. I love the the TCO listeners. But like, it's just. Not a thing. You're just Jillian. I, I, don't, I don't see you
1: differently. No. Like, it's doesn't. It's just like you're doing things that you enjoy doing, and I'm happy for you. That's. Because
0: I like. I, that's I, that. Because what I, I talk Sell to. Sell me some
1: HelloFresh codes. It's great.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I uh like talk to famous people about what they do. Yeah, that's.
1: Okay. You know, so I, that's, but I don't. Yeah, I'm not, like you're, I'm not the
0: one who's doing the thing. That's they're, cool. They're doing I find thing. that
1: super, super cool. Like, I'm. Like, the fact that you can tweet from, like, the Hamilcast account at somebody. Who I think is like, whoa, that person's famous, and they'll respond to you. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. All right, that's it's cool. the coolest
0: thing in the world. Like, you know, yeah. When Nicola responded to you, I was like, what is happening? Oh, in my, my life? new best friend from Dairy Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna come on, and then you're gonna come on. You're gonna be on the show too. Not a crack killer. <laughs> I love that show. It's best show on television. <laughs> best show on Netflix. Uh, the best. Everyone, please watch Dairy Girls. Oh, uh, yeah. You just said nice things, so I'm just gonna just blow right past them. Is that okay? Yeah, perfectly fine. Great. Power like, for the course I'm feeling really uncomfortable, us. so I'm going to turn it around. <laughs> so, uh, Andrea's asking, uh, she said that you talked in the Javi episode, we were just talking about Ethan. Uh-huh. And she was saying that Ashley talked in the hobby episode about her school and that students are asked how they would like to be addressed and which pronouns are their preferred ones. Mm -hmm. And in parentheses, she says with a period after I so loved that part. She said I had to pause because my eyes got a little wet. And she says, are there many trans and non-binary students at your school? Are they connected to support each other? And is there something on your curriculum where you talk about trans and non-binary issues to raise awareness among the cisgendered students?
1: So I wouldn't. uh,
0: Hmm. I don't want I to like say that
1: we have, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like our school is such an inclusive community that we don't necessarily um, create, like, separate spaces for our trans students, which uh, maybe, like, we have separate opportunities that we think might be, like, a little bit more appealing to them. Like, we have a woman who comes in, her name is Brooke. Uh, she's the first trans firefighter in the NY, uh, FD. That's amazing. And she comes and meets with our kids Uh, Quite often in that, but that group is open to everybody, but we see more of our trans and non-binary and gender non-conforming students attending those. Um, Can
0: you explain, I'm sorry to cut you off, can you explain for people who just were just so enamored with our Harry Potter conversation and, and documentary now yes, jokes and back yes. and forth that they Who didn't go and listen <laughs> clearly and are like um, our hilarious, derpy, bad Americans impression. I um mean, I think we're hilarious, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> um explain if you can as about Harvey sure. Milk, just so you know. So um I work at Harvey Milk High School. It is a
1: small transfer school in New York City. So what that essentially means is a transfer school um You basically have to attend your first year of high school at another school and then you can transfer to our school. We see a lot of students transfer to our school for safety reasons, um, academic reasons, all sorts of different reasons. Is it safety
0: because of their identity? Safety because
1: of, yeah, because of who they are, how they identify Uh and... um, maybe experiences that they've had in their previous school. Okay. Um, so that's called a safety transfer. We, we don't get as many of those as I think we used to. I think New York City's schools are getting much, much better mm-hmm. um, with protecting all of our students. The mission of our school is really just to create um, a space where our students can learn and challenge themselves and become gain the life skills that they need while feeling free to express themselves however they would like um so if that means expressing themselves by uh maybe you know like playing with gender roles and mm-hmm. kind of dressing however they want when doing whatever they want and identifying right. however they want that's fine like we don't we're welcoming of all students yeah. um you're like
0: are you being a good person great right. but matter. we also have what
1: we what we've taught our students to do is we've taught them to advocate for themselves, but also to make sure that they are leading conversations. So, you know, if we have incidents and of course that's going to happen in every school where cis gendered students are, Maybe make a comment that a trans students feel uncomfortable with, you know. We call it out and we'll we'll say like, or right, well, let's have a conversation. Let's stop right now and have the conversation about that.
0: But that that cis person would be there just because of their circumstances. Anybody could th- transfer. Anybody. We're anybody. we're a public school. Anybody Got can it.
1: transfer into our school. You know, you get a tour beforehand so you know where you're transferring. We don't shut anybody out. Everybody is welcome at our school. So you know, I would say that maybe I don't know. That question's a really good question. All of our kids are so smart and they just like engage in these conversations. They're they're also so young and this is a part of their life and it's been a part of their life since they were born is this mm. conversation and and we're in New York City. Yeah. So I don't know, I think maybe like the issues that you might see in another school just they occur but not nearly with as much frequency as they might in like you know Connecticut yeah
0: can you can you add that like just as part of the question like can you add that to your curriculum or do you have to follow something
1: I'm required to teach certain pieces but what I do is I make a really conscious effort to identify any moments of like LGBTQIA history that I can insert so you know our school obviously we all celebrate Harvey Milk Day um At Harvey Leche, and <laughs> that's what we call it.
0: And you guys have prom at Stonewall. We have prom at Stonewall. It's amazing. So
1: we're super cool. I always go to Big Gay Ice Cream and get a I know. a cone with rainbow sprinkles right yeah. before. I
0: mean, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> it's n- perfect. There's nothing else to do before prom at Stonewall. No,
1: it's the best actually. Yeah,
0: we we have excellent opportunities. We get uh,
1: so many different speakers and people who come to our school to talk to our students and really like tell their own stories. But what I really make a conscious effort effort to do and social studies is identify historical figures that were probably gay. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I have a, oh, I have this poster in my classroom. It says, like, not all history is straight or mm-hmm. uh, straight and narrow or something right, like right. that. And has all these historical figures who are gay. Yeah. But, you know, like, when I talk about World War II, I talk about Alan Turing and you know what happened to him and why he committed suicide at such a young age but like how he also helped win world war ii right uh, you know there's moments where you can take and insert history um the new york new york city actually and new york state are currently working on a curriculum to like help support teachers with teaching lgbtq history yeah. so like teaching about the gay rights movement, teaching about the AIDS crisis. Right. Um, oh my god! You know, that's those are things that I that I touch upon. Unfortunately, I mean, there's so much that I have to teach, of cor- right? But I'm sure that there's because... bits and pieces, there's moments, and anytime they ask, I will stop and we'll have conversations about it. Well,
0: that's what I was just gonna say, right? Yeah. So if these kids are 15, 16 years old, and right. and this is all they've known, mm-hmm. and then they're t- they're learning about people they've never seen or heard of before, right? they are going to anybody any any human 15 year old is yeah. going to ask like well wait and compare it to their life and ask questions mm-hmm. about well okay well this just like how would this be in that time or how would they have yeah. reacted to what just happened to me or whatever like yeah that's just human nature to ask those questions sure
1: one of my favorite things to teach about and one of their favorite things to always learn every year is about um louis 14th and mm-hmm. the palace of versailles mm-hmm. but my favorite
0: take on it is louis the brother Louis the 15th is it 15th or 13th (laughs) just you guys I know that that's not how it goes
1: don't worry everybody I'm gonna I'm gonna teach her after the podcast is over I'm gonna
0: I have brought my textbook um that was a that was that was a joke I thought we were no we have jokes this is not a riff oh okay sorry you're teaching I'm sorry failed global history way to go again (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, I don't have my notebook with me right, You didn't right.
1: fail history No I didn't um.
0: <laughs> I just wasn't taught I mean we weren't taught things
1: Remember the picture of Mr. Tram's father in our textbook?
0: No You don't remember that? No
1: His father was at like the burning of Mussolini's body And it was in our textbook
0: <laughs> Oh my god I remember pointing I, at it and going Hey Mr. Tram No Tramp. you were in AP history I was not in AP history Oh I was for sure not in AP history My ADHD was not diagnosed until after high school Alright So think about that no. I was skipping. I mean, fi- it explains an enormous amount. of I was of skipping information. physics. I was never going to physics. <laughs> never going to physics. I just chose not to take science after sophomore there, year. <laughs> because you didn't have to because you had AP credits. I had to. That then I was got the kicked difference. out
1: of AP Chem. You did? Oh yeah, I was terrible at it.
0: Was that Yang? Miss Yang? Yeah, Miss Yang. She's like, maybe you just be in regular camp. I was like, that seems right. Miss <laughs> Yang went out of her way to make everything super hard and impossible. Good which teacher, not though. But I was going to say, that doesn't make you a good teacher to make every everyone to make the test so hard. Yeah. No. I don't know. That's what I do. No, you don't, Actually, <laughs> I do. You I actually make the test teach. very hard, though. Miss Yang screams at us all the time. Yeah. It's our second fight. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe we're fighting
1: again. Um. But yeah, anyway, we teach about Louis XIV, the then I always tell them about his brother who was gay but would show up to balls and parties dressed in like women's clothing and like it was just an accepted thing. Everybody just knew, like, yeah, that's him. But he was like a war hero hmm. and like led the Navy. Cool. No, maybe not the Navy. Oh God, please he led nobody nitpick that. Um, but he he was like a military genius, but also like he had to get married, he had to have kids. But like everybody knew he was gay and it was like an open thing. But that you know, that's also another big part of the conversation is like, how have the way that we police society, how has that changed over right. time? How how do we decide what's acceptable, what's not? Why was it okay for Louis the Fourteenth and all these men back then to be wearing high heels, mm. and then it was and considered like, like and,
0: correct know. makeup? Yeah, yeah, right? totally.
1: Why was all of that acceptable, and now, and like you know, a hundred years later, it's like considered it it, would, it became like illegal
0: right, know, right, to right. do things like that. Yeah, it's so interesting, like just. I remember like when Hamilton first became a thing, the whole thing was like, what's the deal with Hamilton and John Lawrence? And I probably, mm-hmm. I mean, early on, I can't listen to the early episodes cause I didn't edit them and I was just too excited and I, I made a million <laughs> mistakes and I didn't like, it was just every mouth sound and just, I didn't use the music. It was horrible. But, um, I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure the, the, the podcast like played into that curiosity. But if you think about it, like, one, it was a different time and two, who cares really? But like the fact that, that these people are so like their personal lives are, are picked apart in some way
1: Mm -hmm. when they're, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, a financial genius or, or whatever they are. yeah. And then, you know, all that stuff about Hamilton's sons like crossed out a bunch of shit in his letters. And there's one camp that's like, um, they just wrote really in a much more lovely way back then, by the way, or two maybe but like does it really matter but then it's like but does it like is is that part of the representation argument where it's like
1: erasing gay history
0: right where it's like okay well but if he was there's Mm -hmm. part of me that says and i hate saying this but it's just it's something it's a habit i have to stop myself from saying where it's like who cares nobody cares but what i mean to say is like i don't think anything bad about it live your life but to say like who cares is the wrong way to say it. somebody cares Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, get what you're saying. So when I'm saying like, I don't care who you marry, that's not what, I don't mean like. Right, right. Well, that, uh, not so, that's that's you know? also like another
1: big part of, of teaching in general, especially teaching social studies is like you have to make it culturally relevant to your students. Like, so while I might point out things about like, hey, you know, historians think this person might be gay. Like, right. isn't that cool? Like, you know, this prominent historical figure was probably gay. Like, cool. But also I try, I don't, want to just teach about old dead white guys because none of my kids are dead white guys Mm -hmm. like my kids are living breathing children who are children of immigrants Mm -hmm. from all parts of the world and so like i want to make sure like one of my big things this year is i got i have to teach more about the dominican republic which means i have to learn about it Mm -hmm. because we didn't we weren't taught any of that stuff like you know history was considered here's what these old guys in europe did Mm -hmm. That's why the world is the way it is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm making it my personal mission this year to really just make sure, like, I'm going to teach about Puerto Rico. I'm going to teach about Dominican Republic. I'm going to spend more time on places that are meaningful to my students because why should they care about other places? Like, they can think critically while learning about their own cultures and learning about the places where their family and ancestors came from. They don't need to just think critically about, like, the Enlightenment in Europe. Do
0: people actually think they can't?
1: do that no it's just that though teaching about parts of the world that are black or brown we're not afforded as much time to teach about them mm. so like for instance like the state exams just changed like yeah. the Regents just changed the Regents now only teaches information excuse me tests on information from 1750 to the present which what? means that you're only teaching a very eurocentric view of history so that means Did you say 1790, 1750 to the present, 1750. Right. So essentially the enlightenment until You're now. are a lot of shit. So what that means is that like ancient societies, which were primarily based in the Middle East, China and mm-hmm. Africa are no longer being tested, which means that most, if not, uh, let me walk that back, not most, but a lot of teachers might say like, I'm not going to spend as much time on that because that's not what's gonna be on your test. Like So they wanna gotta, teach the test. Not necessarily teach the test, but like you do want your students to be prepared for it. So you wanna make sure they know what's on the test, but like in a really critical way. So you wanna spend as much time on it, but obviously you're gonna have to short shrift something else and you're gonna short shrift the stuff about right. marginalized people. So, so it, it just sucks. Like yeah how are you supposed to do both when you like you as you gotta a, work in a school where you have an excellent principal who will allow you the time to teach what you believe is important.
0: Oh, is that all? That that sounds super easy to find. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, it's I mean, it's you know it's a bureaucracy. That's why when I open up my own school, that's right, folks. I'm going to open up my own
0: school. Totally, you should. Thing. Don't joke about it. Now you said it on the podcast. Now oh, you're to no, get tweeted about. That's the plan. Do it. Yeah. You totally should. Yeah, I know.
1: Well, I got my certificate now. I could do it. So.
0: Yes. All right. Cool. You have my vote. Tell me who to tweet at, and I'll do it. Huzzah!
1: <laughs> Gracias.
0: You're welcome. Um. <laughs> Much to my dad's dismay, I do not speak Italian, although I tried. And yes, I know that was Spanish. The point is, I don't speak any other languages.
1: Did you know we can get dual citizenship because we are descendants of Italian citizens? There really? are no generational rules. Like, there's no genera- generational limit. Really? Right. So, however I would seem many like generations, a total we fraud. I'm a. I'm gonna show up and be like, hey, <laughs> uh, give me a dual citizenship, Look, and they'd be I'm like, a- get out of here. And I'd be like, yeah, but idiot. my dad's
0: name is Adelio Sebastian Benzaval." <laughs> and they'd be like, be like, that's rude. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um well Ash, this has been amazing. I'm so glad we got to to recap about this. I haven't seen sure, you yeah. in way too long. So I know. thank you for for coming out here and hanging out. The night is not over. We still have to show Mike all the Churchill stuff. Night is young. The night is young and full of terrors. <laughs>
1: Um <laughs> don't say that because Game I have to drive home
0: in the dark. Ashley also got me into Game of Thrones. Ashley got me into A- Hamilton. Look, if Ashley tells you something, like when you go to the do school, she's—I'm she, not kidding. I say that all the time. <laughs> Just listen to what Ashley says. Um, That's why
1: I'm telling everybody, Dairy Girls, right
0: now. Dairy Girls, at this minute, catch yourself on. <laughs> uh, it's the greatest. So, do you really think Bill Clinton
1: <laughs> is going to be this tiny little town? Because you heard it over because a he car radio. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the thing where- Could it be possible that the bill
0: you heard? <laughs> we're, we're was this man waiting for a taxi? <laughs> when Joe was like, are you saying that his voice is too sexy that I can't be on TV? That voice, I don't know what that <laughs> accent is. I'm so sorry. I'm half Irish. I should I should know better. <laughs> it's so good. I should know better. Anyway, everyone go watch Derry Girls. Do it. Pete, watch Derry Girls. Oh, Pete's, Pete's watch every episode next to oh, me. good man. Yeah, he knows what's up. Well, Ashley, thank you. So much. And Pete, thank you. I was getting to you. All right, Pete. Pete. Good. We were just going to thank you. Pete's like, are you guys still podcasting? Because this is like my domain of when I where I protect the house. Yeah. I understand, Pete. Don't worry. Sentry uh, duty will begin in a moment. Yes. Um, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Ash, thanks again for your recap. This was amazing. Uh, so happy to do it. Patreon peeps, good questions. Pete, for being so handsome right. and being the best protector. Alfie, for being very quiet. And that is also thanks to Mike, who is... Uh, Correct. Because Alfie, as we said, is 15 years old. He likes to be cuddly or snugged up against something or in like the, the corner of a yep. couch. Yep. So Mike's been hanging out with him. And um, yeah. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you so soon. I'm G. A.graph. Graph. You doing that. <laughs> The podcast is brought to you by my love of the thing, TM, and my complete lack of chill. Please join me in raising all the glasses to Sir Alex Lackamore for generously making my intro music and this custom Yorktown arrangement that I will never, ever get over. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To become a Patreon peep and get the chance to ask questions to guests, get tons of behind-the-scenes access, and join the best, kindest, and most welcoming corner of the internet, Go to patreon.com slash thehamilcast. I love you guys. Thank you. Hashtag team no chill. I'm at The Hamilcast on all social media and you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Residuals is my web series with my husband, Mike, you know, Mike, and can be found at TheResiduals.tv. True Crime Obsessed is my true crime comedy podcast with my podcast soulmate and Broadway royalty, Patrick Hines of theater people and Broadway backstory fame. Thank you again so much for listening. It means the world to me. To the revolution!